Rambam, Hilchas Gzile, Vavida, today's Prokham are 10, 11, and 12. We're going to begin now with chapter 10. Aleph. Akum Balzresh, Anas Nixi, Yisrael, Vyarla, Tixidim, Machavas, Shayli, Cheval, Balsode, Machavas, Shishli, Nezek, Biad, Za Yisrael, and Machavas, Shihifsid, Mimini. When you have, let's say, a powerful or violent goy, took over property belonging to a yid by force, seizing his field because the owner owed him a choyv, causing him damage or caused him a financial loss. Now, if after taking possession of the field, the goy sold it to another yid, the owner cannot take it from the purchaser. When the owner admits that the goy took it, sold the property, and told the truth, or let's say uh, when two Jewish witnesses substantiate the truth of the now, if let's say a king or a ruler in the locale who could summon the guy to court and the owner did not lodge a claim against him, he cannot take the property from the person who purchased from the guy. This applies even though the owner does not admit that the truth of the guy's claim, and even though there's no witnesses. For the purchaser can tell the owner, if the guy is a robber, why don't you take him and sue him in court? Gimel, Hakum. A guy who oppress, let's say, regards the goyim who oppress the yidden and seek to kill them, lest they ransom themselves from the goyim by ceding title to a field or a home or giving it to the goyim in return for the release. When the oppressor desires to sell this land and the owner has the means to purchase the property, he is given the priority overall. If the owner does not have the means to purchase the property, the property has remained in the possession of the oppressor for more than 12 months. Whoever comes first and purchases the property from the oppressor acquires it. Now, the purchaser however, must give the original owner a fourth of the land or a third of the funds, for the oppressor sells the land cheaply. Since the land is not his, he will sell it for approximately a fourth less than its value. Portion belongs to the original owner because the, re- because the reason it was sold cheaply was that it belonged to him. The figure, therefore, the Kemen I made to position based on the Bible Masar and Islam Revia Karkabrahi cannot kill, and then also in our Revia Karkabrahi Gazabili. Therefore, a person who buys it from the oppressor for 30 zoos must pay 10 to the original owner to give him one fourth of the land. If this is done, the purchaser acquires the, the title of the land. If he fails to do so, the quarter of the land is considered to be property obtained by robbery. Let's say a squatter enters a field belonging to a friend without permission and plants trees there. If the field was one appropriate for trees to be planted, we evaluate how much a person would be willing to pay for trees to be planted in this field, and he collects this amount from the owner of the field.
the field is not suitable for planting, the squatter's improvement of the field should be evaluated, and he is judged to his disadvantage. The owner of the field tells the squatter, take your tree and uproot it from here. So we listen. And the squatter says, I am going to uproot my tree. His wishes are not listened to because uprooting trees weakens the fertility of the land. Courtyards are considered to be appropriate for construction and to add homes and lofts. The gain in Paskin that squatters have built in a colleague's courtyard without his consent and regard is regarding like a person who plants trees in a field appropriate for planting. The building is useful and is appropriate for the courtyard according to the local custom. We evaluate how much a person would give to such a building. How much you would have given to such a building construction and require the owner to pay the sum of the squatter. When a person enters a friend's field, with the latter's permission, his improvement of the field should be evaluated, and he should be given the advantage in evaluating the amount of money to them. If the expenses exceed the field's increase in value, he's reimbursed for the expenses. If the field increased the value, exceeds the expenses, he's reimbursed for the field's increase in value. A husband who tills property belongs to his wife, and a partner who tills a field which she owns a share are considered to have been given permission to enter the land. Their approval of the field should be evaluated, and they should be given the advantage in evaluating the amount of money due to them. Person as squatters enters a field belonging to a friend without permission. Not so now the guy comes and he and he comes afterwards. He completes the building or guards the tree planted, or performs other activity that indicates that he likes what the squatter activity is considered desirable. The squatter's improvement of the field should be evaluated. And it should be given the advantage in evaluating the amount of money due to him. When a squatter enters a room, belonging a building belonging to a friend or rebuilds without permission, the improvement he has been brought should be evaluated, and he is judged at a disadvantage. If the owner of the building says, "I'm taking my stalls any wood." And wood, and his words are listened with regards to the house. But the southern shemulim neishemachash esakaka. We don't listen to him with regards to the field for building is because it's going to machash the kaka. Amrly balakaka till much of these shemulim. The owner of the land tells him remove what you built. His words are listened to. It komi shishamulim ben shayis liyadel yene ben shayis liyadel tachene in neito pluma shishamulim nikidas famous kama eighteen. Whatever the improvement a person brought about are reevaluated. Whether he is judged at a disadvantage or disadvantage. He's entitled to collect any money unless he first takes an oath while holding a If he says, let the judges come and evaluate the expenses, whatever I spent is in the open, that I'm evaluating the words of the wood, the stones, the mortar, and the wages of the worker according to the lowest standards, that we listen to him. 
Now, whenever a per, uh, the improvements of a person made are to be evaluated and he's entitled to collect money, and the order of the field claims they have paid him, and the person who tilled the field claims that he did not receive anything, the claim of the person who tilled the field is acceptable, he must take an assure uh, that he did not receive anything, and he's entitled to collect the, the stool. Because we tell the owner of the field, and the evaluation was not made yet, thus you did not know how much you were obligated to give. How could you have paid him? Now, if the valuation was already made and the owner of the field was told to pay a specific amount to the person who tilled it, if the owner of the field claims to have paid him, although the person who tilled the field has not taken an oath to claim it, the owner is accepted. Um, check, um, the owner has to take a rabbinic oath that he paid his free liability. Because the land is always considered to be the domain of the rightful owner. Yud base Bal Shahid Arisha. When a husband brings sharecroppers to till property belonging to his wife and then divorces her, the husband is himself a sharecropper that invests in the involvement is also terminated when the husband's involvement with the land is terminated. Because they agree to work the field of the husband's invitation. We we evaluate it and the judge and their judge disadvantage. So the husband is not a share crop and they agreed to work the field because it was necessary to receive the share that is actually given to a share cropper. Chapter eleven. To return an object lost by a fellow yid. As it says, and you shall certainly return it. A prisoner who sees an object lost by a fellow Jew and ignores it, like it says, not your brother's ox and ignore it. And not only that, but you negate a positive commandment, and if he returns it, he fulfills the positive commandment. If a person takes a lost object and then return it, you may not ignore and do not rob. Even if the owner of the lost object is a Russian, eats in the bailiff's non kosher meat, of his own satisfaction, it is a mitzvah to return the object of the lost. However, eats a non-kosher meat is a conscious act of rebellion against Hashem. He's considered a non-believer. And just as it's forbidden to return the lost object belonging to Agdei, it's forbidden to return the lost object belonging to Ayid, who is a non-believer, a heretic, idol worshiper, or violator of Shabbos in public. Gimel. Avedis It's permissible to keep an object lost by Agdei. Shnemer Avedis Achicha. It says an object lost by your brother. Ramazira is Aver Aveda. If a person returns an article, he... Savior, a prohibition for one strengthens the power of the wicked people in the world. If he does it to be so that others will praise the Jewish people, that they are trustworthy, then that's that's fine. This is praiseworthy. It's forbidden to keep an object lost to, to, by an idolater. He has to return it. 
As part of the ways of the peace, we should always bring in the utensils from the outside, lest they be taken by thieves, as we do for utensils owned by it. A mistake accounts made by a guy is considered like an Aveda, and it's mutter to keep it. This applies if he made mistakes himself. But it's forbidden to cause him to make a mistake also. Like he said, a guy made an account and made a mistake over there. Must tell him, look, I'm relying on your account. I know what you tell me. In an instance like this, if the guy does not correct himself, it's going to take advantage of the error. If he does not, then maybe the guy will check and will make a kill Hashem. If you live in a town that's half and half, half going, half feeding, a person finds a lost object, he should make an announce and discover. If he comes and, and gives simanim, then he has to give it back. Now, if the majority of the inhabitants of the cities are going, if a yid found, finds a lost object in a place where people are, lo- yidashe, people are located, then he has to announce his discovery. If he finds it in a public thoroughfare, public marketplace, or a shore, or house, or a study where goyim are often found, so then it seizes him. Even if the yid comes to give us a money, why? Because we assume that the owner of the spirit of its return when it fell, for we say a guy found it. But if you want to go to the then give the yid when he describes the simanim. If a person finds a jug or a wine in a city where the majority of the inhabitants are ikoyim, it's forbidden to benefit from the wine. The container is permitted as its lost object. If a yid comes and describes marks with which the container can be identified, the wine is permitted to be drunk by the person who discovered it. When a chicken takes a piece of meat and casts it into another field, it's permitted to keep it as Aveda. This applies even when most of the inhabitants of the town are Jewish, for the owner will have the spirit of its return. Person who finds a lost article on the bed of the sea or in the flooding river, that river does not seize, may keep it. This applies even if the article is marked with it, can be identified. As it says, an article that one loses and is found. Excluding an instance. Sorry, that's the So it says which commands us to return an article that one loses and is found, excluding an instance that one above in which the article is lost not only its owner, but all the men. In this instance, the owner is surely the spirit of its return. A person intentionally abandons his property. There is no need to help him regain the kids. A person placed a cow, let's say, in a cow shed that didn't have a door. He did not tie it there and the left. So it will toss as well in the Shusarabim and left. And all instances of this nature, he's considered to have intentionally abandoned his money. 
Although the person who saw this is forbidden to take the property, he's not obligated to return it. As it says, Asher Teva, so you shall do with regards to every lost article belonging to your brother that he loses. Now, it teaches us to exclude somebody who does it intentionally. When a lost article is worth, it's not worth a pruta, the finder is neither obligated to constrain himself nor to return it. When a person finds a sack or a large basket, if it's a say, if it's a chacham or a respected elder who would usually carry, not carry such articles, he's not obligated to concern himself with it. He should judge his status in the following way: if the article were his own and he would return it, so too he's obligated to return an article belonging to his friend. If however uh, he would not be mechal his honor, even if the article were his own, he's not obligated to return a similar article walk to his friend. If he takes such articles in the field but not in the city, if he finds it in the city, he's not obligated to return it. But with some of the chaylaus, he finds in the field, he is obligated to return it. Even though, in doing so, he will pass through the city where, where it is not his habit to carry out such articles. If a person finds an animal and spurs on it, he's obligated to concern himself with it and return it, even though it's not appropriate for his honor. Because he began with If a person returned an animal and it uh, bolted out, he has to return it. Even a hundred times, like it says, the double expression, even a hundred times. Person who finds a lost animal must care for it until it returns to its place where it is secured to his owner's domain. If a person returns it, but to not a secure place, for example, a garden or a ruin, then he's chayved to responsibility. If a person who discovered an Aveda returns in the morning to a place where the owner enter and leave each morning, he's not obligated to concern himself with it anymore, for the owner will certainly see this. Whether there's no um, now, um, Whether this is applied to an article that is not alive, and a live animal of a contrast must be cared for by the finder until it's returned to a secure place of the owner. Right? It's that's about the owner need not be notified. Design. Versus, he's an animal that he has escaped from his corral and he returns to his place, he's fulfilled the mitzvah. And the, and the owner does not need to be notified. Always. Return it even if you think it's unbecoming to his dignity, to your dignity. Because, yes, he's being a kind of but also he's being a kind of a kind of a kind of and I say it's not the 
the officer, will you come in? If a person sees a lost object and his father tells him, do not return it, he should return it instead of obeying his father. Shem kibol, ma'avu nim sabi shikayim sasei, shakabin savicha mito asei shalahashit shavim ma'avu alaysu chal. For obeying his father's fulfillment on her father, but you nullify, and she'll certainly return it and transgress the commandment of you may not ignore. Chof, harayah ma'im shaytum boim lahashit shabinya chabiri shadir chayad lider bifneim lamanam. A person sees a field of flood water, flood waters coming that will ruin a building or a field blocked to a friend. He's obligated to put up barriers before them to check the waters. All objects lost by your friend, by your brother, all also includes the devastation of landed property. Now, when a person loses an article and then discovers his own lost article and that belonging to his friend, if it's possible for him to return both, he should return both. If it's possible for him to return only one, his lost object takes priority. Even over a lost object belonging to his father or his teacher, his own lost object takes priority over any of the other person's base. A person discovers both the lost article belonging to his teacher and one belonging to his father and is capable of returning only one of them. His father is, if his father is equal to his teacher, his father's lost object takes precedence. If not, then the teacher takes precedence. The supplies provided were speaking about the primary teacher, the one whom he gained the majority of his terror wisdom. If a person ignores his own lost article and instead returns the article belonging to his friend, he is entitled only to the wage due for his efforts. A river washed away his donkey and a donkey belonged to his friend. His donkey is worth 100 and his friend is worth 200. If instead of saving his own, he saved his friend, he should be reimbursed only for the wages due to his effort. If he told his friend or made it a condition in the presence of a basin, I will save your donkey, but you must reimburse me for my own. The friend is obligated to reimburse for his own donkey. Um, the supply is even if the other donkey ascends from the river afterwards on its own. Since the owner did nothing to help, the owner, the other person, should not be awarded the sum that he made it tonight. If the owner of the donkey attempted to save the more valuable donkey but was not successful, he should not be given only the wage fit to be paid for Similarly, if a person was occupied by his work, and he gave a work that was worth a dinner to return a lost article worth a hundred dinner, he may not tell the owner to give me the hundred dinners that I lost. Rather, the owner should pay him as an unemployed worker of the trade that he, which he was employed. If he made it tonight, and they agree, and then he can collect. If the owner of the base then is not present, his own concerns take precedence. Two people are progressing on the road, one carrying a jug of wine and one carrying a jug of honey. If the jug of honey cracks and before the honey spills onto the ground, 
The other person pours out the wine and collects the honey and the jug. He shouldn't be given only the wage he is fit to be paid. That way, if he tells the owner of the honey, I will save your honey if you pay me for my wine, or he makes it tonight. The presence of a basin, the owner of the honey is obligated to pay him. If the honey spills to the ground, consider hefke, and anyone, anyone who takes it takes it on his own. If a person is carrying a jug, jug or honey and his jug cracks while another person was carrying empty jars, the owner of the empty jars tells the owner of the honey, I will not save this honey with my jars unless you give me half, a third or so, so many denarim. The owner of the honey is not allowed to keep this agreement. Even if he agrees, consider them spoken just with like a silica, well, because it's a joke, and it's not obligated to pay him more than the wage to be fit. Further rational is that he did not cause him any loss. person was fleeing from prison, there's a raft there, and the guy says, tells the owner, take me across the river, and I'll pay you a dinner. The raft owner takes him across the river, the, the fugitive is required to pay him only the way she is fit to be paid. The raft owner was a fisherman, and the fugitive told him, stop fishing and take him across the river, then he must pay him whatever he stipulates. So, When a caravan was traveling in the desert, and they were confronted and attacked by armed forces, if the traveler cannot rescue their property from the force, and one of them exerts himself and rescues everyone's property, he has rescued it for himself. Other members of the cavern can rescue their property, and one of them exerted himself and rescued all their property, should be divided amongst his rightful owners. This applies even if the one who rescued the property said, I am rescuing it for myself. If it was possible for the owner to rescue their property with difficulty, if one person rescues all their property, it should be divided amongst its rightful owners. But if it was, if one rescues the property, states, I'm rescuing for myself, he's allowed to keep it on his own. Swar is that the other owners heard him say, I'm rescuing for myself. Accordingly, they should have exerted themselves to rescue their property. Since they chose to sit still and not attempt to rescue, he may, we may conclude that they were miyayish. Two partners were traveling with goods and were attacked, and one of them rescues the goods, the property still belongs to the partnership. If the guy says, I'm rescuing you for myself, he has dissolved the partnership and is allowed to keep the goods as his own. If a person hires a worker to rescue goods from a situation or of a certain loss, every rescue belongs to the employer. If a worker says, I am rescuing for myself, he's terminating his employment, or every rescue after making the statement belongs to him. Caravan was camped in the desert, and an armed force was poised to attack them. If they agreed to pay a ransom to the armed force, this, the ratio of each person's payment should be determined according to the value of the person's good and not levied, levied equally by head. If 
They hired a guide to lead them on the journey. Both the value of the prison and the goods and the number of people should be considered when determining everyone's share of the wage. While Yishan of Midagav Chamorim did not deviate from the standard practice followed by donkey drivers. The Yudbez Hashem Chamorim Lahasas Minim Kol Mishatev Lamed Chamorim Ibn Ashiyanam Amigle Chamor Acheres. Donkey drivers would make an agreement among themselves saying that if one of the members of a caravan loses his donkey, the entire caravan must combine another donkey for him. If he was neglect and therefore was not lost, they are not obligated to provide a donkey for him. Person donkey was lost. He said, "Pay me its value. I know I do not want another donkey. I will, however, guard together with you as if I had one." His request is not listened to. Instead, another do- another donkey is purchased for him, so that he will be diligently guarded the donkey. Even if he already had one, the caravan this request is not needed because the diligence shown by a person watching one donkey cannot be compared to one watching two. When a ship was traveling in the sea and a decision was made to reduce its cargo because waves threatened to sink it, the calculation is made according to the weight of each person's good and not their value. One should not deviate from the standard practice followed by semen. Last May may make an agreement among themselves, saying that if one of them loses his boat, they will combine to provide another boat for him. If he was negligent and therefore it was lost, or he sailed his boat in a region where boats do not travel the time of the year, they are not obligated to provide a boat for him.